Hello, listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Don Cheadle. And... Audrey. <laughs> the Don Cheadle took me with surprise. <laughs> and then I was going to say Gwenpo. Gwenpo. <laughs> whatever her... What's her, what's her nickname? It's like... Gwyneth Paltrow's? Yeah, oh, I have yeah. no idea. Uh, it was it was some it's something dumb. I just, uh, I, was, I just wanted to make a comment on their recasting job. They yeah, did. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did a great job. Well, there was a contract dispute with him, and they were like about how much he was going to get paid and stuff like that. So mm. they're just like, nah. Hey, I like Don Cheadle better, so <laughs> yeah. I'm cool with it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's he's really good. So if you haven't guessed already, we're uh, talking about Iron Man one. Uh, this is our yeah. it, our slow chronological recap of all of the Marvel movies <laughs> in between our heroes uh, comic books. Not heroes, our Marvel comic books that we're mm-hmm. doing, character deep dives. Yeah. So we're doing Iron Man 1, finally. We're back to the first Marvel movie in the, uh, like, in release time, but not in chronological time. And Empire yeah. Begins. And Empire Begins. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know what's funny is I have a fun piece of trivia about that post credit scene for this movie as yes. well about it. Mm, okay. So, yeah, so we we can go ahead and jump in. So mind you, this movie's fourteen years old. So spoilers, I guess. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Y'all grow up. No, it's fine. <laughs> like this character's not even alive in this universe. Anymore. Oh my oh, god, oh, that's oh. a you can't do that one. That that is a three year old spoiler. I, I don't feel okay. so bad about that one either. Okay. If someone's Bye. listening to this and they haven't Bye. watched any of these Marvel movies, I do not know what to tell them at this point. Yeah. I, well, maybe they just like it. I don't know. They're just left for the ride. Yeah. All right. We're just JKing about the other part. <laughs> just Josh. Just Josh. Yeah. Stark, Stark lives. All right. Um, so. <laughs> He's a vampire. He's a vampire. Oh, my God. That's why they pushed the movie back. Of Morbius? They had to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of they, movies they that I'm so it excited back for, it's gonna be so good. Mm-hmm. Don't you believe that's how that? it always works. Mm-hmm. I posted that on the Facebook group. <laughs> that's very funny. I love that because uh, I, I was surprised they waited till the month of the movie to push it back. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just that's just not a good job. No, no, that's just a bag haul. Yeah, bad vibes. They, sh- they shouldn't have cast Jared Leto. Like, yeah, what the- were they thinking anyway? Uh, yeah. I don't know why people keep casting Jared Leto. Anyways, they should stop. Yeah. Anyway, okay, okay. So we we lead Robert off Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, some someone else said that people said that you should stop casting. So oh, hey. I mean, he took a break and he came back. Yeah, and he was fine. Yeah, yeah. for a little a perfect for a role. while. Yeah, for a while. All right. So we have a convoy of military Humvees driving across the Afghanistan desert. So this is different than his normal origin story, which actually happened in Vietnam in the comic books. Whatever, mm-hmm. um, more topical to the time. Yeah, exactly. It's a little bit more applicable. So, uh, we have Tony Stark, Rob, played by Robert Downey Judy, Jr., Judy, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr., riding with uh, some of the soldiers on duty. Uh, he's joking with them. He's, you know, just josh- joshing them around a little bit, joking <laughs> yeah, with them, yeah. taking pictures. Which was fun. That yeah. was a great moment of character building. We yeah. understood our lead. We understood uh, his attitude and how he deals with tension. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he he's drinking, and uh, the Humvee in front of them gets uh, get, gets exploded. It gets blown no, wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. We got to talk about a thing. No, yeah, what do we we're walking. Did they we're talk watch- about MySpace. No, yeah, oh. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> and that the the camera they had, and the oh, way that yeah. after he completes, I'm going to skip ahead two seconds. Yeah, he 
finishes the deal, he opens up his his sideways flip phone yep. to video chat, which yeah. boy, in the middle of Afghanistan, I didn't believe that for a minute. <laughs> not billionaire, at all. not at all. I, but you can't advance. No, what, at that time, the, okay. the internet was not yeah, good on phones no. either. So no, a billion dollars wouldn't fix all no. the issues. But anyways, watching this in twenty twenty two is incredible to see these old mm-hmm. school things. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really fun. It's funny because twenty uh, some movies later, when he's doing his goodbye letter with. Uh, in the spaceship, he mm-hmm. he, ta- he says, "I better not see this on any social media." They were not as specific about which yeah. social media anymore because <laughs> yeah. they realized, like, oh no, like they change constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. smart. Yeah, smart yeah. move by them. But uh, this very first scene, we see Tony Stark's biggest uh, asset: his plot armor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Michael was so mad about the plot armor in this one, and I was like, The plot armor in this movie is very heavy. You know? It had to be. Okay, I know it had Mm -hmm. to be, but at the same time, just tone it back a little bit, and you don't have to have as heavy tone. I know, but this is also the first one. That's that's his real superpower. This plot armor. I know, but this is the first one. They're trying to establish the superhero movies. I mean, this was... I think sometimes we got to watch this and... The year it was made. A little grain of salt. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because yeah. there were some rough parts of it. But yeah. A, a big old kosher but, grain of salt. But for what, what they did, it was incredible. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, I mean, definitely. And the CGI and stuff. Hold yeah. on. Anyways. Uh, so, he they get ambushed. Yeah. The driver uh, says contact left and then immediately exits the Humvee left, <laughs> which I was like, oh, bold move. And immediately is that gets, how you army? Is that, is I don't that what know. happens? I don't know, but she, ah, she called out I'm contact not the guy left. To ask. And then exited left. You're the only one here in the army. I'm in the band, band but bro. I'm in the band. <laughs> Dude, I know exactly what you, I you've do. You never had to take cover behind your tuba. I mean, we were trained on that, but my God, that I that mean, was years this is going to yeah. age me. It was nearly ten years ago. I don't oh. remember some of that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe maybe Josh can shout out. Yeah. So the the sergeant in the the Humvee also exits immediately, and then takes he actually takes cover behind the Humvee, which I thought was good. That made but, sense to me. But immediately gets shot. Yeah. Um. And then the guy that was in the seat with him also <laughs> exits, and um, he they immediately get hit with like grape shot. I don't know. It, it was a very wide spread of something. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be a grenade, right? Because it, that's the shrapnel. Yeah. Well. So, oh. so yeah. Like it, it was either. That's why I said grape shot because it. But the, all the circles were perfectly round. Yeah. So I thought maybe it was one of his. Those weird were weird technology. Oh, like, yeah, in that the was Humvee. His, well, yeah. yeah, because they explain that it, when they're in the cave and he's with the ensign and he says, We call people who get these in them the walking dead yeah. because yeah. they, yeah, it must be some technology that he made up where it's a slow kill or yeah. that it affects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Tony Stark bails out of the Humvee and then um, one of his missiles land, land yeah. or rockets or, you know, explosive devices lands right next to him mm-hmm. and uh, he gets blown up. Uh, like from yeah. ten feet away, and only yeah. gets shrapnel through his his body Sternum. armor. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. and it it does puncture uh, yeah. on it like close to his heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. We also see in the Humvee him do the peace sign and like make comments about peace. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's a reoccurring theme for him. So yeah, that is uh, through all of the movies. Is all of them. Yeah, all mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we get a flashback to 36 hours earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Stark is about to receive the Apogee Award, which is apparently a real award cool. for like C level people, like CEOs, COOs, and stuff like that yeah. for outstanding business things. I don't know. I, I looked at uh, it briefly. It's like 
outstand the the Apogee Award for outstanding business acumen, yeah, that kind of thing yeah. or achievement. I, I I looked at it briefly and I was like, this is a thing I'll never win. This so. is a a, <laughs> a prize for rich people to give each other. Yes, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. rich people patting each other on the back. Mm-hmm. But they're in Vegas. Fun times, yeah. Uh, so there's a presentation about Tony's life. So this is just it's exposition here, just mm-hmm. like a, a dump on what Tony was like. You know, graduated what was it, MIT at mm-hmm. 16 or something like that. And a good way to good. Uh, that was actually a clever what way a to show. Convenient rundown for me. A right. Dumb dumb. <laughs> Honestly, that's one of the better like just backstory it dumps is. I've yeah. seen in a movie in a yeah. long time. Because yeah. like an award ceremony is a, a real good, thing. Yeah, that they would do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because yeah. it's not some boring voiceover. It's not some other... I mean, they just have come up with some pretty rough ways to do that. And yeah. this one was actually... I mean, yeah. it blends in, you know? Yeah. It actually, yeah. yeah, it actually fits pretty well. But we get a bunch of his uh, things. He's the son of uh, Howard Stark, which comes up a lot later. Mm-hmm. Trialed Podigy, who did first circuit board at four. First V8 engine at six. Graduated summa cum laude from MIT when he was 17. And then his parents were killed. Um, <laughs> when he was 21, he became the CEO, CEO of Stark Industries. Um, where he still is. So we get uh, uh, Colonel James Rhodey Rhodes, played by Terrence Howard. He did a good job. Yeah, like, it, it, it was fine. It was fine. Good. Yeah. I forgot they recast. And I was like, oh, this is Rhodey. They, they've recast huh. a couple people in the Marvel Universe. I Yeah. Like uh, Hulk is another big one. <laughs> yeah. But do this we was really big... count? I no. thought this was the biggest one, yeah, though, the, the, by yeah, far. Yeah, Even though War Machine is technically... Uh, a secondary character. Yeah. This was the biggest recast, in my opinion. I, mean, I would agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think so. For sure. I think if, if people disagree, they can fight me on Facebook, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's but... hear some hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Rhodey's going to give him the award, but Tony is not there. So the Obadiah Stain goes up and accepts the award for Tony, you know, kind of plays it off. Dude, what a bad guy name, Obadiah Stane. Yeah, yeah. and the, the way they name. the way they center on him first, and he's but like the the camera angle's really nice. I don't know. It's like you first see him at the table, and there's a bunch of other people kind of in front of him, staggered. So it's like off the like from the very get go. It's like this is a guy who's like fighting for the spotlight yeah um and i didn't realize that was jeff bridges until today (laughs) so (laughs) jeff bridges got range i didn't know this yeah he killed it yeah so we roadie goes and finds tony stark he's he's gambling in the the casino having fun doing having ladies blow on his dice yeah dude if i I was in vegas i would be trying to gamble not at an award show (laughs) right right just be honest here to be Mm -hmm. fair though it's an award show specifically for you like, at least be like, all right, cool, and then walk the hell away. Uh, like, but it's right. so hard to tear yourself from the tables. <laughs> that, that lady was pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, as he's leaving, a reporter approaches. Uh, it's Christine uh, Everhart, played by Leslie Bibb, I guess. Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds uh, great. I did like that when she came up, uh, Happy's like, she's cute. Like, <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, what up, here here what we up? go. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but she she questions him on like the ethics of his weapons and like his nicknames and stuff like that. And yeah. th- th- it was a pretty fun interaction. And uh, Tony Stark is hitting on her pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. Shows his personality to a T. Yeah. I mean, all of these building things to who he was. Yeah, 
Well, well like, was it like Harbinger of Death or something like that is the nickname? He's like, yeah, that's more accurate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they call you the the Da Vinci of your time. He's like, that's outrageous. I don't paint or something like yeah. that. Like <laughs> All his fun little comeback lines, I, I loved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very clear he's like, kind of like... They're prepared responses, but they're his flirty responses. Yeah. Right. So, and a lot of people criticize the MCU for like their constant quippiness in later movies and stuff like that, but it very, it fit very well in this movie. It makes sense here. Yes. So, some of the stuff. It was in the style of the comics. Yeah. I mean, that's how, that's how Tony was in the comics. Yeah. So, it made sense. Yeah. I know I 100% agree. Some of the later movies I do, like the timing isn't always great on them, but sure, whatever. Um, A lot of people always find something oh always but they end up uh they end up fucking uh and they yep. spend the night in tony's oceanfront house in malibu so they made it to malibu from vegas that night i mean he probably had a private jet oh he does 100 yeah. percent. she seemed confused as where she was yeah it did seem that way she was like shocked but i guess I, okay i would be surprised by the view uh because maybe if he had the Dr- the yeah. Dr- blinds drawn when yeah. she arrived, and then they're like opening up, and it's like a beautiful seaside thing. And waking up to an AI. Like, wow. Yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Especially in two thousand nine. Shocking. Wait, yeah. when was Hulk released? Uh, two thousand seven, I think. Why yeah. aren't we doing Hulk? Not in chronological order. It takes place after Iron Man. It does. Mm-hmm. Technically, yeah. What? The okay. early days were a little bit rougher. No, yeah. that's cool. Right now, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but ouch, my brain. She, yeah, Christine is awakened by Jarvis, and you know, opens up all the stuff. It, you see how technologically advanced his entire house is compared to everything else we've right. seen thus far. We get Pepper Potts, played by Gwyneth Paltrow. Boo. Um, <laughs> yeah. This the, whoever wrote this line though. Oh yeah. Oh, it's she so says, good. Where... Chilling. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh her yeah, line like yeah. it's it's good I, yeah it, it's it's a very sick burn because uh christine is like oh you know you're the famous pe- pepper pots but you still having you uh you know pick up dry, dry cleaning, cleaning yeah. and she's like yeah, sometimes i even take out the trash if it's required of me or something along those like, lines damn it's like oh that's that's fucking cold yeah. do not like her but whoever wrote that line yeah she's tip, she's tip, well written tip in this the movie. Hat. I, tip of the hat i think her performance it's, in both movies is pretty good yeah Iron I don't. I don't three, have. Uh, three, oh, it's, then, it's, I I barely remember that movie. So, eh. that's fine. We'll it's, get there eventually. Fine. Yeah, it, yeah. That's like like seven or eight movies down the line from here. So. Right. Um, I will. I like some things Gwyneth Paltrow's in, but it's it's hard. Is it's hard. hard to say you're you're a fan of Gwyneth Paltrow. And yeah. that is not that's not mm-hmm. the case. No. Uh, but Tony is. Uh, you know, working on an engine, he's using Jarvis. We kind of see Jarvis and Tony interact here, mm-hmm. and you know, Pepper goes down to tell Tony that, like, hey, you're you're late for your airplane already, <laughs> and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's my plane. I thought it would wait for me, like kind of thing. That's I mean, it's my it's plane. A, What's it's the a point? fair. It's a fair point. <laughs> it's a fair yeah. point, but there are aviation things that like <laughs> manifest in, like, yeah. yeah flight things you have to handle for that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rhodey's unhappy, but they, you know, they, they fly up and then they start drinking on the plane and all of the flight attendants are dancers, I guess. Uh, yeah. They're clearly strippers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, Hey, I'll sure. get your money. Sure. sure. Uh, I ain't mad about well, it. Well, no, I'm not mad about that. But then like they start drinking sake and then Rhodey's just lecturing yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Oh, uh, it's like when I see, when I wear this uniform, I know everyone else in this uniform's got my back. Like. 
very whom from like military man like yeah. i suppose if you've made it this far into the military that's kind of he's a colonel yeah you gotta, yeah. You gotta care yeah well, well and, once and you hit officer like that you've kind of made a career out of it at this point so yeah well and he's trying to tell tony to like man up like he needs to pick a purpose or ha- have something to live for because he's just goofing off the- right all the time yeah exactly not giving a shit about anything yeah mm-hmm. So Tony eventually arrives at this military outpost in Afghanistan to demonstrate his new uh, project, the Jericho Rocket, uh, an advanced super missile system uh, after the demonstration, which I mind you, I did like that where it exploded and actually the like shockwave knocked Tony off balance mm-hmm. too, but uh, effective. Yeah. Great scene. Yeah, it was a great scene. I don't know how good of a rocket that would be because it seems like you're just peppering an entire mountainside with rockets. Admittedly, very I, large rockets, apparently, because yeah. that was quite the shockwave it gave off, because I thought that mountain was a ways off, but Wouldn't sure. it be, like... I guess if you're trying to hit, like, more of the mountain, because remember when yeah. they made that, that uh, they made a comment about, a little bit later, where they said, you know, if they want to find you, you'll, you'll never be found in these mountains, so yeah. maybe if they're yeah. just trying to hit Everything. a ton hit at a, a time, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it I'm just, just thinking out loud there. <laughs> yeah. Would it be easier to stop in transit, though, if, like, one rocket is carrying a bunch of little rockets? Could you shoot the one rocket down and be fine? I would think so. Oh. Before Makes before it releases me. its payload, yeah. Rocket scientists, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a little bit of knowledge in propulsion systems. but Michael, you're a chemist. This is it, different. <laughs> it was actually more my physics background. Oh, wow. I, but, wow. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, but... After the demonstration, Tony gets a phone call from Obadiah. They're both pleased with how everything went. Um, and then Tony refuses the ride with Rhodey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's mad he looked at him. <laughs> well, no, because it, oh. it, 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 he calls it the, the, the hum. The, the yeah, humdrum the hum, V. Yeah, the humdrum V and the, versus the fun V. Yeah. Um, I, I really think he just wanted to drink without being badgered. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. Well, because, and he also mentions, like, with every purchase of a Jericho, we'll t- throw in this, like, portable, like, bar, essentially. Yeah. The champagne. Yeah, the champagne. Oh, I thought it was scotch. He was drinking scotch in the Humvee, but yeah. right after the demonstration oh. of champagne. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the little beep, and then, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So, much later on, uh, Tony regains consciousness in the cave. His chest has a strange device on it after pulling an incredibly long tube out of his nose. <laughs> that grossed me out. Yeah, it grosses yeah. me out every single time I watch this it, movie. It is an incredibly long mm-hmm. nose that's in his nose. Oh, yeah. which I mean, it makes sense. You got to get it all the way down into the lung so he's I, like breathing, but still, I get it. I just, it just gives me the yeah, yeah, the blah. yeah. Didn't like it. But uh, yeah, he like he almost unplugs his own chest, which would be unfortunate yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. But he finds out that or meets uh, Doctor uh, Yinsen, uh, played by Sean Tube, T O U B. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but he explains that he operated on Tony and he was unable to remove all the shrapnel. So Yinsen created a device which is essentially just a large electromagnet that will keep the remaining fragments from shifting and causing further damage to his heart. Um, the terrorists who captured Tony and Yinsen enter the room. Yinsen translates for them, and they want Tony to just build a Jericho rocket, mm-hmm. which, as far as I'm aware, this is the first time the Jericho rocket was, you know, demonstrated, Seen. and they already know about Except it, but... Except, we know later in the film that they have uh, a plug. Yeah, they do. So, yeah. they have an inside source. They do have an inside source. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony refuses, and they torture him. Uh, so, it's a real quick torture scene, like, a you, lot of... You get to see his resolve, though, so mm-hmm. that's kind of nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So eventually, not that it's like good to 
torture people. I'm not pro torture. <laughs> just, just, just to specify, we are not a pro torture co- podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. But a few hours later, uh, the members of the terrorist group, uh, known as the Ten Rings. So I don't know if we want to talk about this right now. I don't. <laughs> I would love to address it later. <laughs> okay. When well. when his scar comes into play. <laughs> okay. Sure. Or 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 anytime. Wait. The guy's scar. Yeah. It looks terrible. I, that's not what I was going to talk about. Oh, at all. yeah. No. Oh. I was, okay. Uh, do you want to talk about the? No, nah, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, okay, we'll move right, on. Right. We'll we'll talk about the ten rings. No, all right, all right, all right. Okay. And what how it ties into like Shang Chi and stuff. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, that's it. Well and, done. Yeah. <laughs> So hours later, uh, the Ten Rings show off their huge stockpile of Stark-made uh, weapons. Mm-hmm. Tony appears to like have given in and starts, you know, building the missile with air quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's building, you know, a decoy missile essentially, so he can work on other projects while also making this missile. So with Yinsen's uh, steady doctor hands, I like the way that they phrase that in the synopsis yeah um he is pulling palladium from some of his collected weapons so he can make his own mini arc reactor man that was that was like i know he succeeds but watching it i was just like what a fucking scary thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) forge forging delicate metals with no like sand basically yeah Yeah. i mean he had yeah like a clay i think it was it, it seemed like a clay outline yeah or a clay whatever he was pouring the hot palladium into to form mm-hmm. this ring that he yeah. needed and he took it out of what was it 16 missiles 16 yeah. other missiles yeah just to get like that much a, like crazy he got a gram or something or 0.1 it, yeah. gram it was 0.15 grams and they needed 1.6 so they needed i think 12 total oh, rockets okay. to you, get it yeah you are right yeah, yeah. he does yeah. say 11 morty and so, yeah. yeah yeah so but i thought this whole scene was really fun of him working and mm-hmm. it's kind of it was the typical montage yeah. but it's I a good enjoy montage. a good montage. It is, it is a good so. science montage. You know, yeah. it's, it's one of those where like, I don't know what's happening, but it seems plausible based off what I'm seeing. Yeah, they made it look realistic, like you're saying, and mm-hmm. they showed not only the science, but also the hard work of literally hammering the steel out <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for the suit. So that part was, I always thought that part was really cool. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. And he's he's got a hell of a workout routine too. He's yeah. Oh pretty, my god. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. I, I usually don't think of as like a super chiseled guy, but he's no. he's looking yeah. pretty jacked good. In, in that scene. He, he looked. Good. He was um, curvy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Yinsen asks him about the like the arc reactor, like how much energy is it outputting, and uh, after he tells him, Yinsen's like, "That's enough for like fifteen lifetimes." And Tony starts like, or 15 minutes if we really need something big. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I was like, fair enough. For like a big gun that is also a body armor suit with yeah. a rocket on it. That can so, fly. Yeah. And with flamethrowers. Yeah. So Tony will no longer have to carry around this battery, though it, <laughs> it does glow very bright so it i was sure just like does. i was like i don't know how the the terrorists here aren't just like what why the fuck would, what are you why doing here they go in at that point yeah like what are you what are you doing <laughs> why you put glowy thing on chest where's my rocket <laughs> right like, I, just I, put a shirt over it man right or like just yeah just tie something on it so it's just not glowing so bright yeah. <laughs> i i can see them explaining that part to them and and them being like oh, all right we got to keep our dude alive a little i like, suppose yeah he he can't Use both hands if he's always carrying around the big battery. So yeah. that's true. That's true. So we we get some we 
essentially get like a bonding scene between Jensen and Tony throughout this entire thing. Jensen tells him a little bit more about his backstory. He lived in an Afghan uh, Afghani village called uh, Gulmira, mm-hmm. and that was attacked by the Ten Rings. Uh, he has no idea if his family is still alive. Uh, he reveals that he met Tony years before at a conference, but Tony was so drunk that he probably doesn't remember him, Mm-mm. which I, I thought was uh, an interesting detail to put in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, he gave a lecture. Yeah, he gave, and he still gave a lecture. He, like, it's like, oh, it was honestly impressive with how drunk you were that you were able to give, right. give that, that lecture. Uh, so Tony is spurred on, and it seems he's, you know, having a change of heart, and he, you know, Begins to draw up all these plans for his weapon system, his armored suit, powered by the arc reactor, and they'll have to wear to defeat all these terrorists. Midway through the construction, the head of the Ten Rings, uh, known as Raza, played by Farinan Tahir, uh, arrives and threatens to torture Yinsen, uh, angry that he thinks Stark is not working on the Jericho missile as, you know, they wanted. Well, I like the shots throughout the montage of, like, the other guys looking at the video and, like, trying to look at the rocket. Just or a picture ro- the of the rocket. Yeah, a picture of the rocket. They're like, I don't know what part that is. What is he doing? <laughs> Which, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, if you don't know what he's building, I, mm-hmm. you have no oh, idea. You have no idea. Yeah. yeah. But they're they're pretty good, like, at <laughs> raising the alarm for mm-hmm. their boss. Yeah. But uh, Tony bargains for Yinsen's life, saying that he's a good assistant and he needs him. And Raza gives them one day to finish the Jericho <laughs> rocket, which I was like, that that's was not so a realistic funny. timeline. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. But I think it's assumed that he, they've been here for like a few months, I guess. Um, I think he was missing for six weeks. Six weeks, so a month and a half. Yeah. yeah so I. E- even I, so, like. what What did they have to finish for the suit at that point? Uh, I think th- they still needed to finish, like, the shell and, like, one or two other pieces. They had been working on the, the suit right. for a while at Nothing that point. Nothing crazy at yeah. that point. Okay, yeah. So the- so maybe, like, five weeks and it's, like, rocket tomorrow. <laughs> Get out of here. Is right. enough bullshit? <laughs> yeah. But working furiously overnight, Tony completes his oh, project. What's up? We also have to mention uh, Yinsen... Uh, at one point, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go see my family at the end of this. So, yeah. you know, and uh, if any person who is an adult has a brain, you know, <laughs> you know what that means. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Tony, like, Tony doesn't know. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. But Yinsen straps Tony into the completed armor suit, telling him uh, that, like, the way out of the cave, they talk about, like, the number of steps in each direction, and, like, they, they've mapped it out kind of thing. I liked uh, that detail, too. Mm-hmm. And they start the upload process uh, right after a, a, the booby trap door explodes two people, uh, which I, that was that was pretty cool. But uh, th- this obviously sounds an alarm. So Yinsen realizes that they, they're not going to have enough time to finish the upload to the system and for Tony to, like, get get out and stuff like that so over tony's protest he grabs a gun and just runs off to trying to distract all the guards mm-hmm. right uh, so tony's suit which is now fully powered and operational uh it just kind of uh starts starts busting shit through the cave yeah mm-hmm. uh just punching people you know a lot of clotheslines like smashing oh, in doors and stuff the five the group of five that first comes into the room after they see the booby trap it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> the middle guy is just like, no, no, no. You two, go ahead of me. <laughs> yeah. And we'll all go in together. Yeah. <laughs> you and then... two first, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we just see him punch a lot at first and deflect bullets. Yeah. Um, a lot of so... just kind of tanking bullets and like doing stuff. 
there was one that to this day I remember when I saw it in theaters and it still makes me mad is the guy that tries to like shoot Tony's armor in the back of the head and kills himself. <laughs> yeah. The ricochet gets him. <sighs> yeah. It, I don't know why not... that that one annoys me so much, but sure, whatever. You know what? Ricochet's it's made a real for issue. A great movie moment. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he he just kind of he busts shit. Michael, this is a movie. I don't know if uh, you were clued in on that. Weird, <laughs> entertaining. Have you heard of it? So he he goes through and kills uh, a lot of people here, uh, just like a fuck ton of people. He does do some damage. Uh, but uh, Raza has a grenade launcher. And terrible aim. Terrible aim. Uh, Tony, he's right there. Tony he's in the giant, right in the giant suit, like matrix it to off to the side. You just kind of like. <laughs> so yeah. this dude doesn't know the number of motherfucking steps to get out of this place. He has to memorize the steps, but a rocket's coming at him, and he's just, Bleh. yeah. I'm just gonna sidestep that some bitch. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Please. What's the visibility in that helmet? Because it can't be. It, it can't, can't be good. It cannot be. Good. No, not especially not that one. No. But he sees Jensen, uh, like lying, dying on the ground because Jensen was just running through the yeah. the walkways, just shooting the gun in the air. Right. This is my one issue with Jensen. Why not try to murder a little bit? Right? He I, was I, literally shooting up at the cave walls. I don't know if Jensen has it in him to I, kill people. Which no. is fair. He's a doctor. That's so, fair. But he was I, also part of killing or uh, making a killing machine specifically. Yeah. So, eh. yeah, so, But yeah. That's the well, thing. maybe he just thought it was an escape tool. Yeah. Maybe he didn't think it was going to be this mass murder device. Yeah. I, I don't I know. I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah. I don't know. It's very possible. I, I always took that as Jensen wasn't able to bring himself to actually shoot at people, but at the same time, much more effective if he was willing to shoot yeah. at people. Right. Yeah. Because at least, you know, you take one or two down with you as you go or well, something. Well, and maybe he has some kind of moral code or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I but, don't know. But yeah, he's definitely uh, full of holes and dying on a crate yeah. when Tony finds him. Yeah, Tony shoots a, a rocket at uh, Raza, which flings Raza like out of the blast radius for some reason. Sure. Mm-hmm. And Tony goes up to Yinsen and takes the mask off. And, you know, they have this little heartfelt moment of, with Yinsen dying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nice. you d- don't don't waste your, your life and yeah. stuff like that. One of those one of those moments. Yep, and, yep. you know. And uh, Tony's like, come on, we're going to get out of here and see your family. He's like, no, 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 no. My family died in Gilmira, yeah. and I'm going to see them now. So yeah. uh, fix your life. Uh, get a job. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, f- find something to live for. Yeah. Uh, don't waste it. Bye. Yeah, don't waste your second life or your second mm-hmm. chance at life. Mm-hmm. So uh, turning, Tony turns his suit on uh, the remaining terrace, uh, igniting the flamethrowers that are on his wrists and firing missiles and stuff like that. And just, do you think this is a symbol for his rage and the <laughs> 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 and uh, regretting all the just? Okay, so this was an analogy that I thought of earlier today. <laughs> like, imagine you don't like you fart, but you can't smell it. <laughs> This is what Tony's been doing. <laughs> He's been farting constantly. He's just putting rank farts out in the world. And then one day he finally gets a whiff. <laughs> and then he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I just do this all the time. Let this me reel back. No good. <laughs> Let me reel back. He goes out and lights a candle and just like. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So he, he destroys the, the stockpile of weapons for the most part, killing a lot of people right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually they turn a, a larger caliber weapon on him. Uh, from a distance where Tony can't hit him with a, a flamethrower, mm-hmm. but everything is kind of exploding around him and, you know, starting to go up in smokes. And he uh, apparently he had a, re- a jetpack. 
and he yeah. flies out of he flies out of something. the explosion. Yeah. And, and it's a big old explosion. Uh, up to this point, you assume killing all of the terrorists. That's not true, but mm-hmm. at this point, you assume so. Um, and he he flies off, and he, this is another big point of plot armor. He's like falling through the sky and just like he's got to be like he gets bodied by that dune, fifteen hundred feet in yeah. the air, and he just like lands in sand. He gets absolutely bodied by that dune and just just chill with his kids up that was the thing is like if if they had done it where he like hit the crest and like slid down the the dune or something like that like slowing him down as he was falling i was like maybe maybe. but no he just gets bodied by that fucking dune just right on the the face of it and yeah anyway for whatever reason when i I, when i was re-watching it and i i thought for some because i remember that scene but for i thought he I thought he put on some sort of flaps to slow himself down or turn down the jet again to to nope. <laughs> to reduce the impact. I thought it was something like that. Like, yeah. You know, when I was something that wa- makes sense. Right. When I was rewatching uh-huh. it at, at, at some point, I thought, oh, they're definitely going to have him do one of those actions yeah. to slow this down. Nope. <laughs> even have the sound where it sounds yeah. like a missile going in, you know, going yeah. into the ground. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, yeah, I thought that was wild. it's falling apart around Right. Him. <laughs> like, yeah, so he doesn't even have the full, like, yeah. It, but moving... how shock absorbent are those pieces that are left? <laughs> like, wow, yeah. amazing. Well, that's the thing. He's moving so fast that it's ripping the metal plating off of this his armor. Like. I don't know. <laughs> plot armor. Anyways. Yeah. Well, and power. literal armor. Yeah. yeah. Literal armor. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. Tony, you know, hits hits, <laughs> hits, hits the dune and, you know, leaves the suit behind because now it's just a giant choke chunk of metal that he can't really do anything right. with and he he walks through the desert uh they apparently didn't think about beyond exiting Mm-mm. the cave at all no nope. but, nope. <laughs> but luckily a hell a couple helicopters fly overhead uh, and a group of soldiers led by roadie uh come across Co- tony it's, it's just so convenient that after six weeks roadie's still out here and this just happens to be in the helicopter of course. it's a nice if, moment but of course if i were tony a billionaire a white male, an American, yes, who is so influential in American politics, and I went missing. I think it would be safe to assume if I set off a big explosion, maybe within like a day or two, I would be found. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's no, that's that, fair. That yeah. that's just me. Yeah, that's that's a good point. No, that um, that, that but is yeah, fair. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely like walking around. <laughs> the desert and i'm like dude conserve your energy Go, what, what are you night. doing like, mm-hmm. yeah this is not how a desert works <laughs> so tony is promptly flown back to the united states um still in fairly rough shape they like he's been seen by a doctor a little bit but he's got severe right. ptsd yeah oh yeah which comes up a lot more in later iron man yeah, movies but yeah, yeah. Uh, but upon his arrival at Edward, or yeah, Edwards Air Force Base, Pepper, you know, wants Tony to see medical treatment. We have a moment between Tony and Pepper with, you know, I don't want to look for a job kind of thing. So that was nice. Very cute. Very cute. Uh, and we we start seeing that like Tony and Pepper, you know, kind of more have a thing going on than what's right. really been hinted up to this point. Hey, and Happy's there too. Happy is there too. Um, yeah. So, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Tony says that the only thing, two things he wants is a, an American cheeseburger and uh, a press conference. So he, they go get a cheeseburger and they go to this press conference. So I have a funny story. I, I heard it on like a recap I was listening to. I, I didn't look into it too much. But apparently, mm-hmm. uh, the reason why they did Burger King in this movie 
is this is actually reflection on Robert Downey Jr.'s real life. Apparently, he went and got Burger King, and the burger was so bad. And that, he was so high and, on drugs. And he was so high on drugs <laughs> that he like couldn't eat it. And it because it was so gross, so he threw it away and then dumped all the drugs and decided to turn his life around. <laughs> and I was like, "Thanks, Burger King." It's <laughs> such a that's good Robert Downey Jr. story. Yeah. See, I thought it was just part of their. I thought this was early branding just by Marvel. Franchise. Well, because yeah. they, well, they, they, they do, do the shell and they oh, yeah. do Audi and they do yeah. Burger King. They, there's a lot Google. of branding. In, yeah, Google. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of branding in this movie. Oh yeah. No, oh, I was talking about future movies. Oh, but yeah. yeah. But even in this one, there's a lot yeah, of them. Yeah, there is. I just, I, I mean, it's good to get that story because I would have just as easily assumed that oh, Burger King paid for <laughs> what they wanted. Well, yeah. and they probably did. The American but, Cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> there had to have been like an Iron Man promotion too. Like get, get the Tony Burger oh, or something dude. like that. Oh, yeah, my God. Sure. I don't, so I don't know funny. if that was true, but it, it seems like a thing that would happen here. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so Tony sits down uh, in front of all the reporters and has all of them sit down with him. And he's he's been very clearly humbled here and, you know, still suffering some side effects of of this stuff. Audrey is showing us, oh, the, the Burger King Iron Man toys. Yeah. You should uh, download a picture of that and we can post it with the, uh, the, the, I, the podcast. I would love to. Uh, perfect. So... Uh, he's been humbled and he's really no longer the super arrogant CEO. I disagree with that statement in the synopsis. He's still, he's still yeah. the arrogant CEO, but, um, he had to change a heart more yeah. than a change of personality. Yeah, exactly. He's had, he had a huge shift and he announces that he intends to shut down Stark Industries weapon manufacturing division effective <laughs> immediately and everyone loses their shit, which I mean, fair. Yeah. Like he essentially, it's like if Tesla's like, we're going to no longer make cars, yeah. like, we got. Ooh. We have other ventures, but this is what we're known for. So stock prices, you know, just plummet hard. Oh my god, that uh, the, the newscaster, oh, the, you know, that, the cringy. Oh god, it was so bad. Um, who who does so, that remind me of? So though? that that is a real person that used to be a, like a financial advisor on TV. I forget. Was which, it on CNN? I think it might have been on CNN. Yeah. Yeah. The like runner he, looked like it. Yeah. So but. he he was an actual person in the early to mid two thousands, and I know this because my mom would watch him from time to time. He <laughs> wasn't that flamboyant. No. I don't remember him being that flamboyant. It in felt his... so Alex Jonesy. They did. This also reminded me in Arrested Development. They mm-hmm. have that scene where. Bluth company is doing well and they have this obnoxious person the same type going from you know don't sell to hold or whatever yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it was the same thing so i wonder if i mean yeah I don't it's know. definitely a trope yeah, yeah no for sure but this guy i remember him specifically being on sure. tv but uh anyways Pepper is approached by Agent Phil Coulson, so this is the first time we see Clark Gregg in the, the movies. The way my heart soared. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot how much I love Agent Coulson. Yeah, he's and- I, he's like my favorite, <laughs> and I. He's just a dude. He's just you trying would, to get I, his job done. I think he would love Agents of Shield. I, the, in theory, probably. But we should watch like the first couple seasons. I have a headache and like. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately starts making excuses. Yeah. I, I got so much I'm so dumb busy. romance to read. But Agent uh, Coulson is from the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistic Division, also known as Shield. We don't find that out till later. But they were really laying tracks in this movie, though. Yeah, Impressive yeah, yeah. with the ten rings, Coulson. Yeah, 
They were really laying tracks. I, I appreciated they it. Big ideas. Yeah. Yeah. It was good to see. You, you forget where it came from sometimes. Yeah. But they want to talk to Tony about his capture and debrief him and, you know, right. you know, what what up with that metal armor? Like, what what that about? <laughs> What's up with the arc reactor in your chest? Um, <laughs> so Pe- Pepper schedules an appointment for them, which promptly doesn't happen. Uh, that evening, Obadiah confronts Tony about his action, uh, very pissed off about it, knowing that, like, the stock value for the company has just plummeted and it's going to take a serious drop because of the announcement. Um, Tony wants Stark Industries to move forward with the uh, arc reactor technology, but yeah. Obadiah thinks that the arc reactor is nothing but a publicity stunt to, you know, Sa- shut uh, up the hippies. Yes. Yeah, shut up the hippies. <laughs> so uh, good. Which, is, it's funny because he plays a hippie in coming, like one of his most famous roles. But yeah, coming from Jeff Bridges is very good. It's very good. It's awesome. Uh, th- though, throughout the, the conversation... Like throughout the conversation, Tony ends up revealing that the Mark One chess piece is, you know, in his chest. Like you right. see the arc reactor that it's it's kind of not quite as bright, but yeah. Should, the, yeah. When he's swapping out, is that next? Uh, it's coming up here shortly. Oh my god, yeah. I'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ob- Obadiah is like, oh, okay, we got we got something to work with here. Like, how about we take that out of your chest and we analyze that? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Uh. But yeah, Stain convinces Tony to lie low for just a little bit so Stain can kind of, you know, figure out the business end of this. Uh, so Pepper's watching the Jim Kramer, watches Jim Kramer deliver a scathing news about, you know, the thing. Mad Money was the name of the oh. TV show that was a uh. real life thing as well. I see. So yeah. Um, but Tony has created an upgraded and much more powerful mini arc reactor. Uh, so the the first time we watch the entire like creating of the arc reactor and we skip over the installation in his chest. This time we skip over the creation of the arc reactor and only look at the installation in his chest. Which I, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was good. Um, wow. This was so stressful <laughs> to watch. <laughs> so Gwyneth Paltrow goes downstairs and she's all like, Tony, Tony, what up? And he's like, hey, can I borrow your hands? How big are you, your you hands? You got little hands. You got, huh? you yeah. got small lady hands, right? Come here. <laughs> come touch a wire for me. Why don't you come reach in my chest? Come do heart <laughs> surgery. <laughs> and apparently this was practical too. Oh yeah. No, it was. Um, it was a, a fake a, chest. A practical effect. Oh, cool. Yeah. So yeah. They, they had like a, a fake chest that was like. Essentially, like he was more upright, and they had it like laid out sure. in front of him, so then they could it's like reach down his chair. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, awesome. And then they, you know, cut the the camera view, and then you can see him laying with that's the. Smart. With I the... think that's why this movie holds up a lot because a lot of the effects are practical until you get to like the suit, but the suit's mechanical. So I feel like mechanical you don't get, effects you don't get don't the uncanny age. valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. E- exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, I thought it looked great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> Sorry. You're going to interrupt me again? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so Pepper's hands are small enough to fit inside the chamber in Tony's chest. Uh, so, okay. I, a lot of this is on Tony because Tony does not give any good or clear instruction, but Pepper won't shut the fuck up to receive any of that instruction either. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, not, not a good uh, match. No, it is not. I, <laughs> I was actively frustrated with them in this scene. Like, it's a good right. scene, but I was actively frustrated. Mm-hmm. So she, mm-hmm. she's pulling out the, the thing, and he's like, don't touch the side. She <laughs> probably immediately touches the <laughs> side, course. and it shocks him. Mm-hmm. And then, like, as she's getting to the end, he's like, hey, don't pull that magnet out. And then you see her just keep pulling and keep pulling <laughs> until the magnet comes out. <laughs> and I was just like... And then she, he, he didn't have to put it back in. Yeah. Right. So, so I think what it is, it's one of those things where it w- would have been fine if it was still there. Oh, it sure. didn't like 
it wasn't doing any harm staying. And, and it was probably... And it might have it hurt was, coming out. Well, so it was a magnet. So it, it had its own electromagnetic field, so it would keep everything stable until the other arc reactor was in, put in there. So <laughs> once that magnet's removed, that's why he starts going into cardiac arrest. <laughs> that's right. Oh, no. Yeah. So, but then she's like... She stops. He's in cardiac arrest, and she's like, "It's gonna be okay. We're gonna be fine." Like, this is not the time. This is not the time, Pepper. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And we need to move. We're, we're good here. Um, yeah, just put put that sucker in. Put it yeah, back. So, put it so back. Pop. Put it back. They, they put the new one in, um, and Tony gives her Pepper the old one and tells her to destroy it instead of giving it to Obadiah I know. to, to yeah. take a look at. I'm not. I don't. I don't entirely understand. I don't think here. he wants Obadiah to have the. No, technology. I, I think he knows. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Well, or he, he has suspicions yeah, of yeah. people. Well, Bad yeah, vibes. no, because he started designing the new suit, right? At, or no, he not, not quite yet. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, his suspicions are are up. Yeah, but, I think he has some sort of inkling mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. so tony goes and visits road and asks him to you know be part of the new private project uh roadie's like nah um we uh we, i'm part of the military uh i can't just like right. dip out to like a private contractor it's like he's gonna if he does that he's gonna be in a world of trouble so um and he believes that tony is you know suffering from ptsd which he is uh so he just needs some time to recover which is not Really, how PTSD works, but sure. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so Tony, tur- tur- Tony turns to his only other best friend, Jarvis, uh, for help. <laughs> a robot, a robot yeah. man. Yeah. So Tony's uh, essentially just upgrading his armor, uh, referred to as the Mark II, um, and you know, I talk a lot about space materials. Yeah, they're doing CGI and mapping. They're discarding components. Things. They're streamlining stuff. They're mm-hmm. they're doing all this uh, like all this stuff. It's essentially a building montage, like mm-hmm. designing, you know, all those things. Um, mean, montage. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a couple montages in this movie. I'm all it, about them. It's fun to hear him talk about machines and like building things. Like he's ordering a cheeseburger, though. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. yeah. very good. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Raza is ha- having survived the battle, unexplained, but somehow okay. still alive. <laughs> the scar. It looks so bad. Like the I scar don't. Does not look oh good. my god! No. Like his so half his skull slash face is supposed to be burned and like not good. And it's like <laughs> he's in the desert. The wound is juicy and uncovered. Yes, in the desert, sand flying around. For, not good. Yeah. Uh, if it's just a scar, it does not look like a scar. No, not that, at all. That no. looks fresh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which would make sense with the timeline. Yeah. Um, and then they keep turning his face so like the scar is here and then they show the scar when they want to show the scar and then when they don't he's just kind of like this yeah he's always always got the left side of his face to the camera yeah (laughs) angle (laughs) but it was i i could not (laughs) i I couldn't watch that (laughs) yeah uh but raza has you know more of the 10 rings go find the mark one suit and uncover everything Mm mm-hmm um, so they, they find it and they're just like, Hey, what up? We found it. So <laughs> Tony, de- <laughs> right. Uh, the Tony decides the first thing he's going to do is perfect the armor's flight system. Uh, since the, the leg mounted jets are too unstable, he creates repulsors for his feet and palms. There, there's a couple funny scenes with him, like doing yeah. jet propulsions mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. getting slammed into a wall at high <laughs> speed and then dropping. He should have died. He should have died there died too. Right there. Uh, I know it's for like played for a laugh, but he should have died there as well. Yeah. 
It's good. Oh, and he ruins his cars. I right. like that. Yep, yep. That was great. So yeah, he he's he's going through this whole process. Yeah, he's like yeah, he does the burners over the top of the cars and like scorches them and like goes through all of his papers and. I just why wouldn't you not do it there? You know, I, I still think, think it's his just, garage. He's just rich enough where he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, that that too. Because any so other person annoying. would be upset about their cars being scorched, but he blows it off. I mean, he, I, I mean, he goes, <laughs> he does that like the ooh. Which pretty much just means I have to call somebody about this. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Uh, Pepper also leaves a paper-wrapped box on Tony's desk as a gift. We find out later that this is the the first arc reactor uh, that he had in his chest. You know, proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Love that. It's cute. Yeah. So Obadiah visits uh, Tony and reveals that the board of directors has filed an injunction against Stark Industries. Uh, Tony isn't worried, but still maintains a, a controlling interest in Stark, but, you know, really won't have control of the company anymore, or not as more much. Um, so Tony continues to experiment, well, continues to fail his and, flight systems. And they've kind of barred him from actually going into the office. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is a plot point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the Mark II armor is oh, soon finished. Uh, it looks like heavily streamlined version of the Mark I armor. Connect. Uh, he connects Jarvis to the uh, monitor process, and yeah, they, like we get a full like CGI thing of all the different parts of the machine or the suit moving. So cool. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like this is obviously super implausible, but the way they do it makes it look like it could be. Oh yeah, like it's a really good way of kind of mixing like real world stuff with. The yeah, I mean, you believe tech. it. Yeah. In the moment, you believe it. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so, against Jarvis's advice, he decides to take it out for a test th- flight immediately. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, he's he's super, you know, psyched about the functionality of the suit. And it's one of those things where, like, he has a lot of head up, heads-up display going on. Uh, so, we, we get, like, a lot of just, just Robert Downey Jr.'s face in, like, a dark <laughs> area with... You know, hologram stuff in front of his face, which sure, I like. Can, yeah, I mean, the reason I like that stuff so much, I, I think, is because I play first-person shooters. Oh, and yeah. So <laughs> then you get the same feel. So yeah. that's why when I watch it, I personally no, like it good. a lot. Um, I so, like it. So the first thing I thought of when I saw Tony's face this time is uh, Francis Ben Bendois or whatever the the train watcher. <gasps> Oh my god! So, I don't know if oh you've ever seen god. this guy on TikTok. He's so good. So okay. he's he's one of the most wholesome people ever. He loves, he trains. loves trains. He goes uh, train spotting like all the time. Yeah, okay. but and he, he knows, has like, a GoPro that's like on his head, and it's it a three sixty GoPro. The fishiest fisheye lens oh. of his face, but so. it's like it's right above his face, so <laughs> his face is just like a giant like indent. It looks very funny, and like as he's like very excited. Oh my god! Like it's it's so good. He's very wholesome. It's very very funny. If laughs could cure cancer, yes. <laughs> and it's it's one of those things where like he's super passionate about the trains too. Sure. It's like he's not doing it as a bit. Like he goes out into the middle of fields and like finds like new train spotting positions and like. He all sorts of stuff, and he knows like each each thing. Yeah, it's just his. It's that's his, just the angle. His, his love. Yeah. yeah, that's his love. But that, his when, when I saw Tony Stark's face, that was the first thing I thought of because I had just watched one of <laughs> oh, Francis's videos recently. Too much time on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cute. It was. It's so cute. But it was very funny because that's the first thing I thought of. Um, that's great. No, um, I was thinking about all of the terrible accidents that he would cause on the highways. That too, because he was like 
falling through the sky. So so Tony oh, decides to, to test the, the limits and flies as high as he can up mm-hmm. into the atmosphere. They talk about like uh, various flight records for bombers and stuff like that. And Tony's like, you know, let's you know, go, limits I guess. Are made to be broken. Yeah. So yeah. Uh-huh. Let's do it. He, it ices up and he loses power and begins to fall. Um, well, he had a good little like safety flap in there. I think that's where the flap thing came from. Because when yeah, that's probably what I was thinking of. Yeah, when he does that, he has the like, stabilizers on this one. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he he uh you know is able to dis- deploy dis- display deploy his stabilizers and Jarvis's boots back up. Uh, very luckily, he has solid state drive here. So because if mm-hmm. you're doing that off a disc, that was going to take a while to reboot. In 2008, yeah. wow, yeah. he is a billionaire. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah, it must be nice. Uh, but it reboots just in time for him to not just get splattered all over the street in the middle <laughs> of Malibu, causing several car accidents. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, he, yeah, he he does definitely cause a few accidents. For sure, here. for sure. Yeah. Reckless endangerment is still his hallmark. Yes, gotta <laughs> like, stick to your guns, right? Right. So Tony returns home, uh, but the armor's so heavy that he just falls through three floors of his house back to the basement. Uh, you know, crashing into one of his prized sports car. Uh, the uh, his little mechanical arm sprays him with the the fire extinguisher, which has been a running bit throughout all of this. Love that. Yeah, of course. Uh, so as Tony recovers, the, this is where he opens up the the package left by Pepper with the arc reactor in it. Uh, the proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Tony analyzes the data from his flight, and you know, is going to rebuild the suit immediately. Uh, and he's going to use gold titanium from the uh, space. Uh, like telescopes, satellites, mm-hmm. that sort of the thing. The ISS. Yeah, the yeah. ISS. Um, and he, he instructs drivers to add some hot red, red, hot rod red trim to the next suit, mm-hmm. uh, codenamed the Mark III. He then leaves to attend an annual benefit dinner uh, hosted by him for firefighters. himself. Yeah, that he apparently never got an invitation to. Awesome. Which I think is very funny. Um, but yeah, he, he leaves his new suit to be assembled. So at the charity event, Tony meets up meets Agent Coulson for the first time, and he's like, "Oh yeah, let's, we'll 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 go put something on the books." So yeah, so good. Yeah, I love Coulson because they still want to learn about whatever the fuck Tony's doing, <laughs> right? You know, whatever Shield wants to put their nose into at yeah. that point. Yeah, like, like hey, this is still a government thing, dude. <laughs> government, 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 government. Uh, so Tony and Pepper dance here. And there was like so much read into the dance and yeah. I did not feel it. You no. know, the chemistry is not there. Not for that dance. No, not for the dance. No. Afterwards. Like, the, when they, when they're like face to face and, and talking, I yeah, think, they, they I think it's there. But I think You're talking about outside? Yeah. Or just well, in general? Just in general. Yeah, yeah. Their interactions, I think they interact well, but that like the quiet dance. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it that was, was on purpose because it was a maybe. work event. And Pepper does say she was very uncomfortable, so yeah, yeah, possibly it was meant to be portrayed that way because wow. I could see that being a really not good situation to be in for yeah. somebody of her you position, know, yeah. position and power. Essentially, and the secretary dancing with the right. boss, the hot right. secretary to the guy who fucks everybody. Yeah, right. Not a good look. no, exactly. And they talk about that under the moonlight. Yeah, mm-hmm. so maybe um, that was the okay. That but was then on they purpose. go in for. A, a kiss yeah i think pepper goes in for a kiss a little here. bit yeah she she leans and he's like staring and <laughs> and then her bottom teeth jut out a little bit yeah 
Yeah, they have like a weird like. Uh, yeah, I, I, we, we we both noticed that when we were watching <laughs> we, the movie. It's like it's the we weirdest, stopped and looked at each other. Uh, the, it's just it's the weirdest case. So face. weird. It's a yeah. very odd scene. Yeah, yeah. but a good, I mean, good to be odd in that moment. Yeah, I mean, it's a good way to show like the awkwardness between them, like in a budding relationship. But yeah, it's, it's well, just it's a weird just scene. saying that you can't just start these out of nowhere. Yeah. with their their positions and what they're doing yeah which i thought they illustrated it well you no, know they, they kind of showed sure. what it was but it was real tense scene real awkward yeah yeah so christine the reporter from earlier uh that he had slept with that ended up a few states away from where she started uh mm-hmm. the first time uh uh essentially confronts uh tony about like, hey, uh, you said you were shutting this down. What the fuck's going on? Showing, you know, pictures of his weapons being essentially sold to a terrorist organization and, mm-hmm. you know, being used in Golmira, Jensen's home village yeah. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, he gets real upset about that. So when Tony, were these taken? Yeah, when were these taken? And she's like, yesterday. And I was like, oh, that that's real fast. That's for the, recent. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's very fast, even for, like, the press to get that. Um, it's a quick upload. Yeah. <laughs> So Tony goes to confront Obadiah on the matter, and Obadiah reveals that he's the one that actually filed the injunction against Tony. Oh, and he uses... Is this where he uses his... No, that's oh. later. So mm. we're still at the party. Oh. Uh, yeah, so outside yeah. at the party... He's in this great black tux with a white scarf. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I love it. Very super villain. <laughs> power boss. Yeah, power boss. Love it. When I'm an evil boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Uh, but Obadiah calls himself the Ironmonger here, or an Ironmonger, which is his name in the right. comics. Uh, so, yeah. So he has no qualms about sending, selling, you know, Stark industry weapons to both sides of a conflict. Like, uh, he just wants to take money. Yeah, money's money. Piece so Tony returns home, you know, he's absolutely like the furious. More, he's, he's, uh, oh, I'm going to bring this to the last he's Jedi. The corporate CIA. Oh, just kidding. Where, no, where they have the, the thief. I had, I'm blanking on his name. Um, that meets with Finn. Oh, the the hacker guy. Yeah, yeah, but he he is supplying both sides and he's playing both sides. Yeah, he's, I don't know why I made me think. Whoever's going to give me the most money. Yep, exactly. I mean, not as super villainy, but yeah, same idea. Of makes sense. War makes money. Doesn't matter who. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so Tony leaves Pepper on the roof. He never comes back with those drinks after all that. Which <laughs> sure admittedly, doesn't. he did just see some shit. So yeah. sure, but like shoot shoot a girl a text. Right. <laughs> I don't know where That's she was gonna put a phone time. in that dress though. Yeah. Oh boy. I she she had to have like a, a uh like a, a clutch or something. Yeah, like a clutch. Yeah. Like a yeah. sensible clutch. Waiting somewhere. But you can't fit a black brain in clutch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, yes, you can. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. No, that dress was great though. And the color was Yeah, really it was nice. a good color. Yeah. yeah, it was a good cut. Uh, but yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, so while he, Tony watches the news reports of the worsening situation in the Golmera region, uh, he's testing some of the modifications on his hand repulsors, turning them into, you know, weapons, mm-hmm. like blasters, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, he blasts out several pl- panes of glass. And when the new suit is completed, uh, he fits it to his body with the automatic robotic system. And he, again, very cool. It's mm-hmm. a very cool scene, yeah. And you know, it's interesting to see the evolution of him putting his suit on through mm-hmm. all the movies and stuff like that. Like at the end, they're just like, "Nah, you just got nanobots that just build the suit essentially around yeah. your body every single time you need yeah. one." But loved it. <laughs> oh man. So I like the one where he would carry around a briefcase. Yeah, yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, yeah that that was one of the cooler ones. Yeah. Not. 
a great movie, but no, not a bad good movie. Parts. I, I like I, I like the movie, but yeah, mm-hmm. that was one of the cooler parts. Yeah, where he had the the transformation where he like sticks his arms in and like yeah. unfolds he it stepped and stuff. on the other. Yeah, he stepped yeah. on the yeah. It's good. The whole thing is pretty cool. Anyway, but, but Stark mm-hmm. flies off to Afghanistan at hypersonic speed, uh, determined to right his company's wrongs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in Golmira, the terrorists are rounding up all the civilians and like kind of executing the males. It kind of seems um, like they're they're taking the males to uh, brainwash and fight in their yeah. in their mm-hmm. stuff women and children are rounded up probably to sell yeah um it's not great no it's, it's a bad not. situation it's bad. bad yeah bad feels but tony but, shows up yeah resistors get shot so yeah so in his mark three armor is is much more than a match for him within a few seconds he just blasts the shits out of a bunch of people and kills a lot of people and mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. they take a bunch of uh innocence like captive and he like targets each one of them and shoots like these middle rocket little tiny rockets mm-hmm. and kills all of them mm-hmm. which it's a cool scene uh but we see uh the, one of the terrorists that's been kind of around for a while now um oh the boss guy the boss like guy's his right jimmy. hand yeah, yeah. ross's right hand man mm-hmm. uh is there for the whole thing and you know runs away to try to call raza and you know gets thrown into the center of all the civilians and you he, know he gets pulled through a wall he does get pulled through a wall <laughs> and i was like he should be dead yeah from that and then he just throws him on the ground and says all yours which i'm not 100 percent sure what he's expecting to happen there like i guess he's just expecting crowd justice or mob justice which yeah. i understand because they do sure. have weapons now yeah but at the same time also gonna leave them on the hook for whatever happens here uh, yeah it was a weird one for me I think it's supposed to. I don't know. Yeah, it's it, supposed to be like get your own justice. I guess. Right. Yeah, Hero yeah. moment or redemption moment. Yeah. Like, I'm not just out for blood, right. even though I just killed all these guys. Yeah. Like, right. um, so okay. Yeah. yeah, it's cool if you don't think about it, but the moment you think about it, you like, realize mm-hmm. it's not as you want as these civilians ethical. to just like curb stomp this dude. Right. Right. Like a high level narcissist. Yes. Yeah. It's true. So uh, while Tony's flying to find his weapons. A tank uh, shoots him out of the air. Mind you, that's a f- that's a hell of a tank shot. That Great is tank shot. Like he had to lead that suit and like d- dead shot, like right in the face, like an amazing shot from a tank. I that guy needed a race. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and he's dead. So <laughs> yeah. So Tony like shoots this little tiny rocket at this tank after dodging another one of the bullets because he does the same thing where he just leans back and it goes right past him. Which I don't know why the tank was shooting at center mass on a person instead of at the ground, but sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, so, so you can get the money shot two seconds later. Yeah, so we get the mini the mini that missile. Tank that was a hired <laughs> professional. It was. It was. <laughs> This mini missile blows up this tank as he walks away, and there's a giant fireball behind him, yeah. kind of thing. You, you get the, you get the money shot. Yeah, you, you remember that that's video? what it is. That's what it is. You remember the video around this time? That's like, cool guys, don't look at explosions. They blow up and walk uh, away. I'll link it. It's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I do not. I just. I don't think internet. we're on the same wave as yeah. the internet. No, uh, so it, it's I'm, not good or bad. It's just. I'm just like, sometimes I am the in the swamp, deep underneath, <laughs> drowning, and you're like. What? I think I just like play in the puddle. That yeah, is, you're yeah. Like, oh, how nice! Oh, oh. No, I went on Facebook today for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Tony finds uh, some Jericho rockets that were sold to the terrorists and uses his his uh, things to blow them up. It's a Lonely Island song. I'm uh, no, I'm not. You're still. Oh, actually, I, I do remember okay. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. was that their first album? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but Raza arrives <laughs> just sorry. in time. No, 
It's fine. It's fine. Raza shows up just in time to see Tony fly away. With that fucking scar. Yeah, with that fucking scar again. His angry scar. Yeah. Angry scar. I feel like they could have done so much better for Ten Rings. I don't know. Anyway, we'll talk about it. It was subtle. We'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> so Setcom uh, notices, like, hey, they're uh, the, all of these terrorists just got killed, and they're freaking out because they're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they detected Tony's suit now flying for the first time. They There's didn't notice an, it on right. the way in. Unidentified aircraft. Yeah, essentially running around and they're blowing they're, things up. They're trying to figure out what the hell is going on uh, because no, like, no one was cleared to go in there because they were using civilians as shields. All good questions for the military to ask at yeah, that yeah. point. Honestly, yeah. the most responsible I've seen this military. Uh, yeah, right. This yeah. is I, this is the military I probably respect the most at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, Colonel Rhodes is called in to kind of figure out, like, hey, is this some experimental bullshit you guys forgot to like, tell us about? What the fuck? And Colonel Rhodes is like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, like it's really small. It has almost no like radar signature. It's moving pretty quick. Right. Blah blah blah. He's like, let me call uh, somebody. Yes, yeah, so he calls. <laughs> Hold on. He calls Tony, who claims that he doesn't know anything about whatever this is, and he's driving with the top down, <laughs> uh, which is very funny. Uh, so, in the meantime, uh, Tony is confronted by two F twenty two Raptors, and they're you know they're trying to signal him and all this other stuff. And Rhodes is like, hey, do you know what this is? And Tony's like, no. Nah. He's like, all right, because we're about to shoot this thing down. <laughs> We're going for it. And uh, uh, Tony uh, goes, you know, supersonic. And the the jets are like, the fuck? (laughs) But uh, they shoot rockets at him. He just deploys his flares. You know, he's flying around. They're shooting at him with machine guns and stuff like that. Uh, And eventually he, you know, puts on the brakes and flies backwards and all all this other stuff. Yeah, Yeah, puts on the show. Yeah, he puts on the show. And yeah. Look at what I can do. Yeah. So... uh, Eventually, Tony is hit by one of them, sending him flying uh, into the wing of a... Says he gets put onto the... He grabs onto the belly of yeah, one of the, he's the, hiding. the jets. He's right, hiding underneath right. the shark. Right, so right, as, right. as they're returning, you know, they bank yeah. a little bit, and they see that this person is hanging onto the bottom of this jet. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, shake him off kind of thing. So they do some barrel rolls and stuff. And, and then Tony's like, it's me, it's me. <laughs> and, and he gets knocked off and yeah. hits the wing of one of the F-22 right. Raptors, destroying it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that pilot's going down, and his shoot's not going, and yeah. it's all very intense. It's all very yeah. dramatic, but yeah. Tony flies down, uh, even after being, like, a target lock for the other jet, which, I mean, the jet's just like, he's flying right for my buddy, I gotta shoot him. Like, <laughs> he doesn't, I, but... I don't know how they would approve that, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, they're, they're, this is where the military turns once again, where Rhodes is like, hey... We don't know what this is. Maybe we don't shoot at it, and then right. the 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 commander is just like, "Nah, shoot it down." It nah, took down one of my F twenty two Raptors. He shot my boy. <laughs> but that was my boy. But Tony, uh, Tony gets the, the the um shoot deployed in time. Yeah, yeah. He pulls at it with his Iron Man hand or something. Hero moment. Yeah. Oh, I liked when they said "good shoot," and I was just like, "Oh," because yeah. <laughs> it rem- it just made me think of like when you congratulate a dog good boy good shoot (laughs) yeah so so the you know Rhodes talks him again and is like hey what what the hell am i gonna tell the press because this is obviously you right and he's like just say it was a training accident he's like that's not how it works and then you know that we cut to him (laughs) doing his training best cut in the whole movie yeah absolutely yeah his training exercise that got wrong plus yeah it was a a great cut um (laughs) 
but yeah, it was great. So Tony arrives back at home. Pepper catches him in the robotic system trying to remove the suit. It, you know, there, there's some snags that he's running into trying to get the suit off. Um, and he, you know, he, he quips about like, this is not the worst thing you've ever caught me doing. But yeah, she, she sees all the bullet holes on his chest and all this right. other stuff. I love when she's like, are those bullet holes? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, don't ask me. So the, ask the government. <laughs> so this is where Obadiah uh, pays a visit to the Ten Rings camp. Oh. And right. they have the, the armor. And Obadiah realizes that the suit is useless without, like, the, the arc power. reactor. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he realizes that Tony is the one that has it. And, like... He takes the plans, which they still had the paper plans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he uses that little sonic device to paralyze him and he takes out all his dudes and he's like, we're done here. Yeah. And the the, the Ten Rings Jeff have Bridges been out. have been overwhelmed mm-hmm. by Obadiah's security force and they execute all of the Ten Rings people. I love how quietly they did that too. Yeah. yeah. Which is like movie magic. But yeah. I had to be super badass. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. I was just like, oh, yeah, and they're all <laughs> they're all surrounded. They're all done. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Tony tries to talk Pepper into helping him, believing that nothing else matters but saving the people who are in harm's way from his weapons now. Um, Fair. So, yeah. yeah. Pepper's... I can't argue with that yeah, one. Yeah, no, it's honestly... It's I have one to of the... save everybody from my parts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you really can't go... Yeah, can't <laughs> go wrong. Yeah, it's hard to argue that one. Yep. <laughs> my rank farts are poisoning the children. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why that... <laughs> the rank farts? In, that came <laughs> into my brain today, but it won't go. <laughs> it won't leave. Uh, Pepper has moved and agrees to help him. Uh, so she goes to Obadiah's office to try to figure out, like, what the fuck Obadiah's I, up to. I thought it was Tony's office. Uh, but well, she goes to yeah. Stark Industries yeah. to find out what the fuck Obadiah's been doing. Sorry, I'm, yeah. I, I think I stated that. Yeah, wrong. so she's she's in Tony's office getting stuff from his computer. She's a super spy mm. with a flash drive. With a flash drive, <laughs> sign of the times. Yep. Sign of the times. <laughs> and it's downloading, and Obadiah walks in, and he's being all suspicious, and she's trying to subtly cover her activities. Yeah. And, like, Obadiah's drinking Tony's, like, whiskey or mm-hmm. scotch and, like, kind of talking and being creepy, kind of, like, lightly hitting on her. Like, oh, you're, uh, like, a one-of-a-kind woman. Like, Tony's so lucky to have you. he's just trying to get closer yeah. to her yeah. to figure For out sure. what the fuck she's doing. Yeah, he's trying point. to play it off. Yeah. yeah. But she she's able to finish the download while talking to Obadiah and, like, leaves with the newspaper. And then Obadiah's like, hey, is that today's? And, want, like, takes the newspaper from her to, like, try to... You know, figure out what the fuck she's doing in the office. Yeah, what is office. she stealing? It was impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a cool scene because it was super. It was very tense, but it was. You knew what Pepper had to do. You knew what Obadiah was trying to do very subtly, mm-hmm. and it was the whole tension. I mean, it was just it was well shot, mm-hmm. yeah. well written, well choreographed. Because yeah, for sure. It actually was believable in terms of what they were trying to accomplish. Ah, yeah. This, this movie uses tension. In, I think the best way I've seen a Marvel movie use tension like I'd that. I agree. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and it's it's not because it's it, it's just people, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's people not in everyone's hard situations. super yet, right? And it's not like you know something's falling down on you, the world's not exploding. It's, yeah. Because that kind of tension isn't relatable. I feel yeah, no, it's super approachable. Yeah. yeah. But Obadiah realizes what she was doing, that she had downloaded all the stuff, and she had, like, watched a video of 
the ransom mm-hmm. that was uh, sent to Obadiah, and she like had just like a free translation thing from it, and it's like, uh, oh you didn't God. tell us that the person you sent us to kill was a VIP, like very clearly he's a, he's giving away the entire plan. Yeah. 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 Yeah, price for Tony Stark just went up. Yeah. So on the way out, uh, Pepper sees Agent Coulson and, you know, tells him he can have his interview immediately to come with her. And like, right oh, my God, right I now. loved her running away. And then Coulson's oh, like, dude. like fast She's walking, like, like what the go, fuck is going go, on? Go, yeah. go. <laughs> I have to leave here now. I'm following her. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Obadiah meets with his team of developers who are working on the... Uh, like their own Mark One armor, essentially, to rebuild the components, and they cannot like minor- miniaturize the Stark reactor. Like they just don't know how to do it. Mm. And uh, Obadiah is furious about it, and like yells, "It's like Tony Stark was able to do this in a cave." And then mm-hmm. there's like a weird pause with a box of scraps. Like <laughs> it's like, well, I'm I'm not Tony Stark. Yeah, I'm not that smart. Yeah, so he, mm-hmm. Obadiah realizes that he only has one real option, and that's just to take the arc reactor from Tony's chest. Mm-hmm. So, which, which I mean, it's it, yeah, it, it's the obvious answer, but he gets there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he he gets there pretty quick, and I, you yeah. know I'm proud of him. Makes for that. sense. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. you know what I do when someone's not working at <laughs> one of my stores? I'm like, well, where could I get a replacement <laughs> yeah. from the store? Yoink! Yeah, it works. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then we replace it. That is, yeah. You know, yeah no, I know what you mean. So, uh, Stain arrive. Obadiah. I don't like saying Stain. I don't, know I don't like fine. that either. Uh, yeah. Obadiah arrives at Tony's house and paralyzes him with that same sonic weapon again. Uh-huh. Uh, and Obadiah yanks the Mark II chest piece, chest piece out of Tony's chest, mm-hmm. taunting them about how uh, it will be the flagship invention, invention for the like new era of weaponry. Mm-hmm. That was a harsh scene. It was. It was brutal. Yeah. Uh, he like yeah he taunts tony for a while and tony's like oh shit like you know he's kind of going into cardiac arrest or like you know starting to fade pretty quick yeah Uh, after obadiah leaves tony realizes that he is really only one hope of survival and that's the preserved arc reactor that pepper gave him as a gift downstairs he staggers down to his workshop and nearly dies while trying to retrieve the reactor and is uh handed the reactor by dummy who he's been making fun of and he's like you know good boy like (laughs) Tony, you know, smashes it on the ground, and we don't see him install it this time, but we kind of yada yada. With, I'm with cool it. with that. Yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, no, it's cool. We saw that. I'm good. I can let it, my mind's eye do the rest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so yeah. Rhodey arrives uh, and kind of wakes Tony up just after it's installed um, to inform, you know, Tony that for whatever reason, reason Pepper is with five agents at Stark Industries going after Obadiah. Um, well, how the hell are they going to know that he has a huge I mean, yeah, but well, t- yeah, and Tony knows, but like saying that's not going to be enough manpower. Right. I, I don't really know how Tony knows. Well, he kind of mentions it. I think he it, figures it out. Well, did, he kind of teases it. He teases it, but yeah, I don't. Oh, okay. But yeah. He's probably just saying bad smart. shit is going down. Yeah. He's like, well, you know, uh, if he's supplying, you know, if he needs this, it's probably only one reason why he needs it. He's making his own. Yeah, right. exactly. So steal my idea. <laughs> so Rhodey watches Tony suit up, uh, kind of like awestruck, saying like, "This is the coolest shit I've ever seen." Essentially, yeah. so good. Um, and which fair, great teaser for War Machine. Yeah, I remember being really excited when I watched that. Same, and same. Thinking, oh, we're gonna get War Machine next. Let's go. Right. I remember watching that and being like, "Sequel, great." Because yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea. I'd never read a Marvel. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. So, Pepper and Coulson and several other agents arrive at Obadiah's research facility. 
they spot the Mark One armor and store in like a storage location. I think it's Sector Sixteen or something like that, mm. where something else is being kept. Just then, a gigantic robot suit comes to life and attacks them from behind the chains. It kind of goes like horror movie for a second, which I thought was oh, interesting. <laughs> such a trailer moment yeah it, you it know was, they did that just for oh it like was a, the trailer like an extent yeah yeah, oh, yeah. yeah like i remember i distinctly remember seeing like that expl- like all the things exploding around pepper as she's running with this giant oh, robot yeah. destroying stuff yeah. behind her it looked cool yeah it, she's it did running in those heels man she's doing it but yeah so she yeah she's running away in the heels all, all of these agents are getting wrecked um right. colson colson was like in like a different area when it is happening so that's kind of how we yada yada him the tracking when she's running down that hallway is pretty good like the camera's always got her in the same ratio of the frame yeah, right. and it's it's very much like all these explosions happening just behind her yeah i don't know i i thought it was nice it was a good uh cinnamon topography yeah it was great yeah um so and then she goes outside and uh iron monger decides to just go through the the, the, the uh, like the floor or the ceiling of the area just to try to catch her but tony is flying towards he- the research facility Oh, that's later. He he when he breaks up through the cement and I oh. was like, "Oh shit." No, that's what that's what I was referring oh, to right okay, there. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. Oh man, that was yeah. great. Uh but uh, cool Jarvis moment. warns Tony that he doesn't have a ton of power left. Hey, bro. <laughs> this ain't gonna work for real yeah. long. <laughs> so, Tony arrives just as Obadiah is about to execute Pepper, which I was like, Obadiah is just he's, he's just going He's going, for it. yeah. He went full. He's full, a business full villain. Yeah. yeah. He's getting shit done. So, yeah. so they, they have it's their true. fight. They have their big brawl uh, that spills into the streets, which was pretty cool. I, I don't entirely understand because he like smashes them into the ground and then they like shoot yeah. out the side of a building onto the onto the street. It was like, sure, whatever. Yeah. I, I'm not mad about it. Uh, but Tony's trying to protect all the in- innocent civilians. Where that lady runs him over. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Ironmonger is gonna smash Tony, and then Tony like blasts him with the chest piece, and then Tony, for whatever reason, tries to just hold this car up for a while instead of just dropping it down on the ground. And then the lady guns it as he's setting it down, and like runs. Just like, why would you do that, lady? No, no, I agree with her. Oh, okay. Get the fuck out of there immediately! I don't care who the fuck that is. Run him over. Okay, like, yeah. no, sense. I agree with her no, at this no, moment. No, that's people, fair. People don't know who Iron Man at this point. Yeah, it's just no, some this, dude. No. This is a monster. Yeah, a metal monster. Exactly. Um, I think this fight between Iron Man and a foe, in terms of his standalone movies, this is my favorite one. Oh, yeah. I, I would agree. It's yeah, good. By, by far. Yeah. It's the most grounded. Most grounded. And even Probably though... the most visceral, too. Just, like, you, mm-hmm. you feel the punches a lot more and stuff mm-hmm. like that, because he's Ooh. not the super... Su- like, well, it is a super suit, but not to the same extent we see later and stuff, so... Yeah, I yeah. just liked it. It's good. Yeah, yeah, and he like he doesn't have the the range of weaponry yet. He's got no. flares and repulsor beams. Essentially, that's all he's got at the moment. And they put a ticker on him too in terms yeah. of the power level. Yeah. So, yeah, they, you know, Tony takes off, and Obadiah has flight as well, and chases after him, and Tony flies up super high because he knows that Obadiah probably hasn't considered the icing problem yet to Mm-mm. have the suit. You know, not even a little bit ice up. Um, yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. I yeah. always thought that was the the most clever way that they've defeated a villain. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't think of anything else that was better. No, off the top of my head. No, no. This one was I mean because he was using his experience, mm-hmm. his problem solving in a clever way. Yeah, he earned it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Obadiah falls back to Earth, leaving Tony just hovering there, and he hits the superhero pose, and then his jet starts to cut out and stuff yeah. like that, and you know he's falling back to Earth. Because he doesn't have enough power anymore. Um, 
and he's you know just running on auxiliary power so he gets back to the ground obadiah uh is good now. Uh, he's just he's just good again. So I guess. He, so he attacks Tony. That was one thing that always annoyed me. He's like yeah. he, he had the clever solution, and then it just ended up not yeah. really right. mattering. But yeah. sure. Um. So he's he's starting to dismantle Tony's suit. Uh. Because it's just overall better. Uh, he's able to evade Obadiah for a little bit, and then you know uses the flares to blind him, and like takes out his tracking and stuff like that. So he can't, oh that was good. So he can't really this do that seems anymore. Important. <laughs> yeah. So Tony's like hanging. Uh, Obadiah is really bad at shooting at things with a chain gun. Uh, it's really just kind of a point and pull the trigger. And like he's, he misses with like four rockets. I, I The first time I saw it, I thought he was taunting them. But yeah. then when I rewatched it, I was like, no, he's just a really he's bad bad. shot. I, I would imagine that would be hard to shoot something uh, like that without a sight. The, the dexterity that he shows in using the suit doesn't match up to the lack of aim for me but he did just try yeah, but if he's letting the suit and the <sighs> yeah. and yeah. his internal like hud do mm-hmm. all the work for him yeah i don't know no that, that's fair up yeah. until that point no and, and i agree it's just yeah. one of those things where like after the first rocket like you should be able to recalibrate your aim enough where you're not just like airball I mean, i'll say this <laughs> like in terms of when i've shot bow and yeah. i've shot some uh recurve or yeah. Uh, you know, long where it's just you're aiming down the arrow mm-hmm. rather than a compound bow where you have an actual sight. sight yeah, it, it, you can shoot a couple, but it's still. I mean, it takes at least for me. It took a little, and I don't know. It's not the same experience at all because obviously no, we're I talking about a large metal uh, exoskeleton, and I'm talking about a bow and arrow. <laughs> but you know, in yeah. terms of even just aiming down the arrow, it took quite some time to get good at it and to know where it was going to go. Even so, he has a chain gun. All right, I'm just I, I offering shot, like yeah, an alternate. I shot an AK-47 once, and I missed the stump. So, <laughs> I mean, that's I, I I get it. I don't know. I was yeah. just thinking of like an experience I had that could no, be for sure. And I could see that with the rockets. Slightly comparable. Yeah, my only thing <laughs> yeah. is, is like it's a rocket. You just kind of gotta get in the general vicinity of him. And then that's he also true. has the chain gun where Tony's like laying down, and just he just like, shoots like all around him. Yeah, like, you would think the chain gun. I don't get that one. Like you just, you as just soon hold as you down find that out where you, it's going. You, you, yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Tony has sent Pepper back inside to essentially overload the the big arc reactor mm-hmm. to overload uh, Obadiah's suit. And you know, it's making he, an EMP basically. I, almost. I, I kinda, kinda, yeah. He blows up half the city's power circuits. So. Yeah. So uh, he's, you know, letting Pepper do that thing. And originally he's like, wait until I'm off the top. And then, you know, things have gone sideways. So he's like, nah, just pull it. Like, I'm going to die either way. So we might as well just take him out with us. Right. Uh, so Pepper, you know, sets it off. And we get a giant blue beam into the sky, <laughs> which it reminded me too much of the original Suicide Squad, where I was like, mm, nope. Mm-hmm. The entire first Suicide Squad, it, they're all just trying to stop the giant ble- beam into the light or into oh. the sky. So it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, saw that movie. Why don't I remember that? Cause yeah, not good. Because <laughs> because it was real bad. Yeah. So the uh, the reactor releases a giant shockwave, uh, and it kill or knocks out the Ironmonger suit, which uh, it kind of seemed like Obadiah went unconscious too, but he just yeah. like falls into the reactor and the reactor explodes, uh, mm-hmm. killing Stain and destroying the reactor. Uh, so Stark's mini uh, original mini reactor sparks back to life, uh, allowing Tony to survive. So uh, additional plot armor here. Yep, big time. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But it does knock out a bunch of power for a good 
section of that city as well. Mm-hmm. So days later, uh, Rody holds another con- uh, press conference about the incident with the two robots. Uh, Tony is impressed with the, the names the news came- newspaper came up with, which was Iron Man, and plans to adopt it. Agent Coulson has released cover stories about the death of Obadiah, who will like died in a small plane crash while Tony was supposedly elsewhere. <laughs> and the truth about Iron Man, uh, who he really was, was like Tony Stark's bodyguard that got into the suit. Right. Uh, Pepper thanks Coulson, but ca- cannot remember the full name of the group, so Coulson says, call a shield. So we get that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And uh, we didn't a, see a, that a big reveal for big you. Reveal. Yeah. For uh, some people. <laughs> so, so Tony goes to the reporters once more and, uh, you know, is going to pr- really comply with the cover story. But as he begins talking, he throws away the notes and declares, I am Iron Man. And the press goes into a frenzy. Hooray. Apparently that part was ad-libbed. Like they oh. just kind of sent him out there and just going to let him talk. And that's what he came up with, which was like, sure. Cool. Sure. sure. Why not? I that, think it's good. That's cool. That's what they did. I mean. Yeah. So we get a post-credit scene, and uh, oh, Tony yeah. Tony returns home to find a mysterious man in black telling him that as Iron Man, Tony has become part of a much larger universe. Um, Tony asks who the man is, and he turns around and introduces himself as Nick Fury, director of S.H.I.E.L.D., played by Samuel L. Jackson. Woo! Uh, and he's come to talk with Tony about a, a project known as the Avengers Initiative. So this is where we get to tease the Avengers, Shield, Nick Fury, all of like a much bigger universe. I remember in the theaters, like people going nuts at this because at this point we didn't know that there was a larger universse, and we didn't oh, yeah. like no. that th- it hadn't been set up, it hadn't been released. They kept it pretty well under wraps, from what I remember at least. I don't think they had. I mean, I'm sure they were setting stuff up, but I'm I sh- I'm sure a lot of this was dependent on audience reaction and money. Yeah, at this point. Mm-hmm. If they could even keep this going, if it was even plausible. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, in an alternate post credit scene, the original one that they were going to use. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but Nick Fury mentions mutants and, like, web slingers. <laughs> so, uh, that was the original one they were going to use. No, but... I don't remember that so, one. Yeah, so, it, like, it was obviously not in the movie. That's not the one they went with. But they were talking about, like, I- I'm dealing with mutants and all these web slingers and, you know, whatever. Like, he meant, like... He essentially shouts out a couple of different bigger franchises, none of which they had rights to. Oh, so well, that's why smart. they ended that's because oh. they they did not have rights to Spider Man at that point, and they only recently got rights to the uh, to mutants and X Men recently. Bold. Right. So yeah, th- yeah, obviously that's why they steered away from oh. that, using well, that one. Very smart. Yeah, but I thought that was a, an interesting interesting thing. Here's the exact quote. As if gamma incidents, radioactive bug bites, and assorted mutant mutants weren't enough. <laughs> so they, they tease Hulk, Spider-Man, and the, the X-Men. Right. So. That's great. Yeah, I thought that yeah, was... I'm a, glad a, they want Avengers. Yeah. More tight. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think they, they were still talking about right. Avengers, but like you know they were hinting at a much bigger... No, no, no. World. I agree. I'm just yeah. saying Iron Man is so no one with the avengers that's it i'm glad they went that route same for those reasons yeah no 100 percent. and they kept it focused because if you were to say all three of those you you got such a wide net at that point at the beginning that's a lot yeah it's a lot so all right we got what about that deleted scene where the uh that guy was gonna the rat the guy oh boy yeah it's rapper (laughs) his song plays at one point in the movie oh and then he got a cameo 
Oh, he's uh, one of the Wu Tang members. I don't remember yeah. which one. Uh, uh, Ghostface Killer. That's oh, cool. it. I That's was sweet. gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> Say nasty boy. No, it was, Ghost cool. Fa- it was Ghostface Killer. Cool. He, he has a, like yeah, a, a, yeah. a real brief cameo. He, he, huh? he, he does a song, and he and there's a, a a deleted scene where he's like a Dubai business person, and he meets up with Tony. Yeah. So yeah, he got a fun cameo. Yeah, he got a fun. Cool. Yeah, but it was cut. Yeah. Well, so. that's not as cool. Because Ghostface Killer apparently is a huge fan of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So there was that. Um, I did want to talk about the Ten Rings here for a minute. Great. Because uh, obviously it does not match up with any of the later MCU stuff. No, not but, at all. Um, so apparently the Mandarin was originally going to be Tony's main villain in this first movie as well. And they decided oh. to you know sw- switch it out because they didn't think people would be as susceptible to uh, a magic user like um, right off the bat. Makes sense. No, uh, that's smart. No, it is smart. Yeah. But... Obviously, the Ten Rings that we see here in Afghanistan is not the same one that we see in Shang-Chi. No. Uh, so. Uh, but they said they were everywhere and doing everything. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm sure that they could just bullshit that. And yeah. Saying, well, and maybe it's like anonymous, you know. It's like oh, you, yeah. if you want to do something shitty and you want to claim you're a part of a larger group yeah. to spread fear. Yeah, it's true. like, you know, it's readily available. Yeah. Well, and it was also one of those things where uh, the... Uh, the Raza, the leader of the Ten Rings in this movie, like constantly is referring to Genghis Khan and spreading eastward oh t- through Asia. Yeah. Yeah. So he mentions that a bunch of times. So it, it, I was always wondering if like maybe this is a splinter group Ooh, or something yeah. like that from them that is, you know, wants to spread east to take over the, the Nine n- Rings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because like this, all the symbols. We're going to have 11 rings. Because all the symbols. <laughs> All the symbols on the flag and stuff like that are different. I believe they're all in Arabic, if I remember correctly. Yeah. They Obviously, all stand for some kind of different element. Yeah, or they, yeah, they diff- different elements and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where the the ten the symbols in Shangxi have right. completely different meanings. So, like, it's, uh, it's not consistent. It's not consistent, but at the same time, you can you can bullshit it away. Oh yeah. So and I'm just happy that it. it I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's there, even yeah. if it's not super reliable. It's still impressive that they. Tried to set something up that hard. Planted a seed. Yeah. yeah. The effort. The effort yeah, was there. Yeah. I mean, it is impressive. I don't know. Yeah, I think it it's is. impressive for yeah. our first movie. It is. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, ratings we got on these? Uh, Iron Man's a solid three and a half. I had to dock half a point for the misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But, uh, and I don't think it passes the Bechdel test. It does not pass not the Bechdel all. test at all. <laughs> but that's not what the purpose of the movie is. That's so true. It's, you know. No. I, I think that one might even purposely fail the Bechdel test. Yeah, but. I think I think misogyny was a feature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, yeah. And it was a pretty much a story about male characters. Yeah, yeah, which no. Which exclusively. Exactly. Yeah. It's, like, it's not... You, you just can't win that. No, argument. no. Yeah, it's, you never it, will. Well, and the Bechdel test isn't, like... It's not a thing of whether it's good a good not. movie or not but no. anyway how about you charlie four four yeah yeah i thought it was good casting was great um my and i know i just said good things about the the iron Mogger versus iron man fight because it was a good fight but i find it super lazy to have your hero or whatever fight like the big bad to be the same thing as you just another oh, version of you sure i think that's super lazy yeah and that was my big criticism with um both venoms mm-hmm. as yeah. well yeah. uh and, and some of the other uh movies so yeah, yeah. i think that superman runs Makes into that sense. a lot too where he's just fi- facing other Superman yeah. essentially where- i yeah. super like when you have different 
you know, different levels or different beings yeah. Yeah. or different problems. Yeah. yeah. Different ways that you have to solve it where it's not just, you know, head, head on head. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. that, that would, I would say that's my, and that, that's just a running criticism I have of some of the superhero movies. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like you can be much more creative than that. Like mm-hmm. for example, black Panther, was cool but it was cool until a point once he once killmonger gets the suit it's like all right cool so we're back to like you know we're back to that before that he was a different person a different being a Mm -hmm. different bad guy yeah or you know not bad guy because whatever yeah different different uh powered being Yeah. yeah exactly yeah but that was my issue but i would say that's my biggest issue i mean aside from some of the other it was just a rougher movie considering mm-hmm. when it was made yeah. um, and some of the writing and some of the portrayals, but I don't know. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And I think at, at service value, when I watch some of this Marvel stuff, it's, it's purely turn off my brain mm-hmm. for yeah. an hour and a half. And oh, did yeah. I have fun? Yeah, no, I enjoyed it as well. I, I think I would agree with uh, a four. Um, I have my issues with it. Yeah. Some of the CGI doesn't a hundred percent hold up anymore. No. Not like perfect. Like obviously, they didn't have the budget at this time. Like they still had a very good budget with oh, all yeah. the stuff they no, do. It, it looks so good. And they yeah. they did a lot more practical stuff in this movie than I remember them doing. Right. Looks great. Yeah. Like some of some of the like explosions and like blaster stuff. Like you can tell is like real paper being flung around and stuff yeah. like that. Like they they do a good job at that. Practical effects hold up. Yeah. They don't always like look realistic as time goes on but it's like there's there's a real thing happening here yeah like yeah. Watch, watching evil dead like obviously evil dead the old star wars before yeah. george yes. lucas got his hands yeah. on them Again. Oh, the puppets i was <laughs> gonna bring that up because i'm super glad that marvel has not gone back and redone some of these oh my god yeah, like, yeah. I, i'm so it. happy that they're 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 keeping it because i think when we when we put it on i i always think it's super important to look at the year it's made yeah and you have to you have to, to in mm-hmm. some degree because of these situations because if they were just to say okay every three years we're gonna redo the cgi, the CGI. to yeah. make it look up no. to 2024 standards no. or whatever it is that's just ridiculous yeah yeah no i agree leave it alone yeah leave it as is like because yeah. the, the old cgi and stuff like that sometimes is the charm of the movie oh yeah, yeah. absolutely like, so yeah no i i 100 agree so yeah, I'd give it a four. I, I enjoyed it a lot. So yeah, I yeah. Just, I just can't believe. I mean, the casting is so good too. It, yeah, I mean, it is. truly, Robert Downey Jr. was like, I mean, I I don't know who else they had in in line for that role, but he really there was a couple of people. He really kills it. Yeah, yeah. There there was a couple of people that had uh, uh, auditioned for it. So yeah, they, they did a good job. I'm glad they took a chance on him because at the time he was not. He, he did wasn't not really have, getting anything, right? He wasn't getting into anything. He did not have a, reputa- a good reputation because he was kind of known as a, a addict. Drug addict? Yeah, a drug addict yeah. that kind of like ruined sets and like ruined yeah. movies and stuff like that. It, it, he was not in a good place prior to this. And no. I'm glad that they took a chance on him. So. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because he okay. does a good job. As much as I dislike Tony Stark, right? They Robert Downey Jr. does a good job. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Robert Downey Jr. makes him likable. Yeah. Yes. If it were if if it were the comic book character and it was just like him on the screen, I don't think I would have liked it at all. That's no. Fair. Yeah. yeah. And John Favreau. I mean, yeah. Shout, oh yeah. Shout out. Yeah. yeah. He's done a hell of a job with the the whole thing. So. Absolutely. 
Uh, any additional thoughts or anything else? No, it's fun to rewatch. Yeah, I had, I don't think I'd rewatch that for a while, so it was, it was fun. It'd been yeah. a while for me as well. I think the last time I had rewatched it was just before Endgame, maybe. Yeah, probably leading up to that. Yeah. I was surprised at how fast it started, you know? Yeah, it, 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 it <laughs> yeah. does not... Fu- yeah. Like, within the first four minutes, he has the shrapnel in his chest, and we have an Iron Man backstory yeah. completed. And then it backtracks a bit. Yeah. But, yeah. You but, know. Yeah, even so. I, I think it, it, it... It's a well-crafted film. Agreed. Just a, minus a half point for misogyny. Because <laughs> yeah. I got it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> no, That's totally fair. It's fair. Uh, I, like, I, I docked a quarter point just because of the Gwyneth Paltrow, so... Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. And not mm. even because of like anything she did in this movie. Like <laughs> I just don't like her as a person. Yeah, it's just hard to divorce that sometimes. Yeah. So if you like what we do here, you know, please comment, like, subscribe, review, all that good stuff. Throw some stars here and there. Uh, if it's yes, anything please. less than five, don't do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we do have our Patreon now. We we got another patron, so that was exciting. Wee. I saw. Um, I you. I've been releasing stuff. Um, some of the episodes early. Uh, if. By the time this comes out, it will have already released prior. But uh, like our year year review has actually already been released on the Patreon. Our, our our end night crawler had already is uh, scheduled to be released. Stuff like that. By the time this episode comes out, all that stuff has been yeah, released yeah. on the main feed. But um, I've been kind of as I can getting the those out and scheduled early. So you, you're looking at maybe a week early on those if you want to listen That's to cool. them early. We still um, the. Uh, Spider-Man, uh, Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> review. I've been talking about it, but by this time this comes out, should also have been reviewed. Uh, I'm gonna start going through some of the Netflix TV shows and stuff like that, and watching those and doing. I keep plowing through games. Yeah, uh, Charlie's plowing through games, all all sorts of stuff. So I had some other stuff I'd take care of. And the holidays so, are a hell of a time. Uh, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, we we just appreciate it. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. But mm-hmm. uh, for... I, I should do a little art do some art yeah a that'd little, be great just a, just a small art just, just a touch of just art just a small <laughs> a small one just a little bit uh but for this week i'm mike i'm audrey and i'm charlie thank you for joining us and talk to you next time